This is Blood Must Talk About Blood, the sibling-hosted podcast about CW's The 100, as well as all things post-apocalyptic, as we'll find out later in the summer. Uh, I am your brother host, Clay Keller, across the internet from me. Is your sister host, Britt Keller. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. How's it going? Uh, Britt, now, some people might be confused. Because uh, they'll say, hold on a second, Blood Must Talk About Blood Siblings. The fourth season of The 100 ended a few weeks ago, and the fifth season doesn't start until 2018. Uh, What on earth could we possibly be talking about on Blood Must Talk About Blood? And I'll say to those people, did you know that the CW's The 100 was not originally CW's The 100? It was Cass Morgan's The 100? And, you know, for, and furthermore, did you know that Cass Morgan is not a television network, but she's a human woman who writes books? Yeah, a human woman, woman who writes books uh, that actually kind of concurrently happen with the TV show. Mm-hmm. It's not even not, that the books came first. They just kind of happened at the same time. At the same time. Um, but I have that book here with me right now. Britt, you have read the book. Now, I uh, am only familiar with... Uh, CW's The 100 through the lens of the television program. I would venture to guess that I'm not alone in this. I mean, the the audience for a television program is is uh, a lot uh, wider than the audience for reading uh, stories printed out as uh, strings of words on paper bound together in a book. <laughs> oh, book. Book is what you were going for. In there. a book. I was getting a book. Uh, boy, if th- can you imagine if that had ended anywhere else besides book? <laughs> I mean, you had my attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, words strung together, printed on paper, bound up in a pickup truck. <laughs> Much smaller audience for that. Uh, I have not read the book. I would venture to guess that perhaps uh, many fans of the television program have not read the book, although I'm sure that a lot of them also have. Now, Britt, you had not read the book uh, for the first few years of watching The 100, but you recently said... Hey, you know what? I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to the original source material, and I'm going to read this and compare and contrast, see how it compares to the television show. And I said, perfect. That means I don't have to do that. But we thought it would be fun if uh, we can call this like a book report. I'm going to be the audience, but you are going to explain to me what happens in the first installment of the 100 the book series. And, uh, and how it differs from what we ended up seeing on screen uh, brought to us by Jason Rothberg and his, uh, his team of writers. Yeah, and that's the whole story right there. That's it? Uh, <laughs> that's it. So this is book one of four. Okay. It was a very enjoyable read. Um, I would highly suggest it. This is coming from somebody who already uh, is a, a strong and unshameful, unashamed, unashamed, fan of YA novels about post-apocalypse or magic or anything. Um, So I was super stoked. I read this in two quick little sittings. It's a fun little read. Um, This first book just takes you through the first three weeks of the 100 on the ground. So Mm -hmm. it's just that it's like just the pilot length type of thing. Um, Just gets us going. Um, and yeah, let's let's dive let's, in. Let's dive right in. I let's I am fascinated, this. fascinated to hear how it differs because sometimes things are uh, usually when things are adapted from books they they change quite a bit. But it's particularly interesting uh, when it's uh, uh, something like a TV show that's ongoing 
and then the book is ongoing and you kind of wonder, it must be difficult for authors to see like, you know, the popularity of their characters in their world kind of explode, but in like in, in a way that isn't necessarily about your work. Right. Well, and especially in the relationship, relationship building, like if people are shipping some characters in the books or in the TV shows, there might be different expectations about where things go, uh, which was something that came up while I was reading this book. Um, Clay, do you have any, uh, guesses or hopes and dreams about what the characters are up to in this uh, string of words printed out on paper bound together in a book? Uh, I mean, gosh, I, I, I do have any hopes. It's interesting because I, 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 I don't know. I, all of my, uh, uh, you know, understanding of the characters is so from the TV show. So it could be, I could be like, Oh, I hope uh, that you know Clark whatever but maybe in the book Clark is that's just like Clark does a totally different thing I suspect that maybe Wells lasts longer in the book and that's why it was shocking in the TV show mm. that they killed Wells that's one of my guesses uh, but it is I'm very curious because it is it's it's the other kind of show that's doing this right now that I'm aware of is Game of Thrones but that's different because uh, Game of Thrones was around the the first several books were had been written for a long time when the show started. So they were able to more closely hew to the source material. And then when it got caught up, they even had, they had George R. R. Martin is, is involved in the writing of the TV show. So it was able, it's not as divergent. Um, but I'm very curious, Britt, let's start. Chapter one, <laughs> Clark, the door slid open and Clark knew it was time to die. Woohoo. That's how it opens up. Clark is in jail, same as the show. Um, same. All right, so Clark is in jail because she was in compliance with her parents' experiments on children. Hold on. Hold on to your telephone. Right? So she was. Wait, so they were doing experiments. Her kindly father and our friend. Our old friend Abby were doing kid experiments and Clark was complicit? Clark? Okay, that's the story. So there is no Kane character. The bad chancellor's name is Rhodes. Okay. Um, and he, under threat of Clark's life, convinced um, Mr. Griffin and Mrs. Griffin, I believe they have the same names, I don't know, Abby and Mr. Griffin, um, to conduct radiation experiments on kids like to learn about survival and stuff and if they can survive radiation and they got funding for this big huge lab in their apartment on the ark um but it was all locked up and one day clark was like huh like i wonder what's in here and she went in and it was a bunch of children in like case beds being tested for different things different ages and oh, so so it's she, some like mount weather shit it's Mount Weather shit. And then she, like, makes friends with one of them because there's one near her age. And she goes back and, like, tries to keep their spirits up because these kids are, like, dying of radiation in these cases that... Where did Mr. these kids come from? Are they are they ju- ju- juvenile uh, criminals? They're probably, like, juvie criminals or, like, kids that weren't supposed to be born sort of thing or kids whose parents got floated. Um, They're orphans? <laughs> <laughs> we 
keep a steady supply of fucking floater orphans to do experiments on. Wait, so wait, so Clark finds so she finds out that her parents are like evil scientists who keep who keep uh who keep orphans in a in a lab in their apartment? Yeah. Okay. Uh so <laughs> Um, Clark tells her secret to Wells, uh, thinking that she Rhodes is Rhodes son. No relationship the same. No. um, Wait, does Jaha exist or is Rhodes? Jaha Jaha? exists. No, Rhodes is Kane. Okay. But he's not the chancellor, but he's the chancellor. Vice chancellor. The chancellor. Corrupt vice chancellor. Vice chancellor. Yes. Is who Rhodes is. Um, also Clark is officially like a medical student. Like she's an apprentice medicine lady so she has more official training than just being genetic genetically a doctor um so then uh wells is like this is super fucked up but he knows that rhodes is like blackmailing under threat of clark's life to her parents so he tells his dad but then it all goes topsy-turvy and both mr and mrs griffin are floated and clark's put in jail so right off the bat so this is our first character discrepancy. Yeah. Well, our second, because Kane doesn't exist. Well, right. I mean, we don't know. Maybe Rhodes becomes Kane, except for that's, like, way shadier than something Kane ever did. Like, yeah. in the show, they wanted to make a character that could, like, come back from being a shithead. Uh, yeah. Rhodes can't come back from being, like, <laughs> super, super no. horrible. And also, it's, I mean, okay, so, so you were saying that the Griffins were being, they were being blackmailed. They were being forced to do these experiments. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And but they end up dead anyway. They are both floated. Yes. Okay. Wow. So then Griffin's a floater orphan. So is, does yeah. she does she inherit <laughs> the science experiments? <laughs> um. So she then they like have records that she's been through the door in the lab because everything is super like everybody's got tracker chips. So they like have codes that they put through doors. So like mm. everything is tracked on the ship. Gotcha. Um. So they're like, uh, Clark, you've been going into this lab every day for weeks. Like, we're putting you in jail. <laughs> and she's like, no. That's a good um, exchange. Like, hey, Clark, you've been going through this door every day for weeks. We're putting you in jail. <laughs> she's like, well, that makes sense. Yeah. That tracks, that tracks. Um, so that's how Clark's in jail. Uh-huh. So it's a little different than like. But is it the same like the same like juvenile jail? Is it the same thing where anyone who's like over the age of eighteen gets booted out the old yes. window? Okay. Yes. Same thing with floating and then kids in jail. Okay. Um, and then Wells. Why was she in jail in the first in the original? Oh, because she yeah because she like she whistle blew on the scientific on the, information on the oxygen research yeah yes. Um, which that's still a thing. They're like running out of resources on the Ark like and have to send kids to earth. That's still like same premise. Okay. Um, so then Wells is in jail, like, because he set the tree on fire. Is that what he does in the TV show? The, Oh, I don't remember why Wells is in there at all. Um, but he does the thing where he purposefully gets himself, uh, arrested so that he's on the drop ship to protect Clark. Cause he right. finds out yeah. that his dad is going to send, um, the kid juvie, juvie people to Earth. Right. So that's all the same. Um, okay, so that's where Clark is. Let's talk about my favorite character, 
Bellamy. Uh Okay. Let's see what Bellamy's up to. Um, All right. So on the arc, we've got Bellamy and his mom and Octavia. Octavia, same situation there. Octavia wasn't supposed to be born. Um, She, like, is a baby, and Bellamy is, like, trying to take care of her, and he's trying to take care of his mom, who's, like, super depressed. Wait, Octavia's a baby? Yeah. I mean, in the flashbacks. There's flashbacks. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm doing the whole life story, Clay. Whole life story. Oh, okay. I'm like, wow, man, they're really... They're really, uh, uh, like, broad with the age of people they'll put in this juvenile prison. Um, okay, so, no, Octavia's a teenager, um, just like the rest of them. Uh, but just with their backstory, so Bellamy, as a six-year-old, had, like, gone out to go grocery shopping for his mom and comes back, and she is strangling toddler Octavia because she's so stressed out about having to hide this kid, and he has to save her. And then you forget how fucking like dark as hell kids dude. books like like b- books for like 12 13 year olds are like <sighs> dark as shit. I was just remembering the other day a book that I read in like 6th grade when I would have been like 12 by Beverly Beverly Cleary. Mhm. She's the woman who did the face on the milk carton. She wrote a book about <clears throat> a like terrorist attack on a subway in London in the late 90s. And I remember vividly it has a scene where, like, the main character's younger brother, it's like a, a, like a sister and a brother, and the brother is a few years younger, and they're in, like, high school or junior high, and they're on their way to school, and, like, they realize that this there's, like, this package bomb on the, on the tracks, and there's, like, people everywhere, and, the, like, the younger brother, who's, like, 12 or something, like, throws his body on the package bomb... <laughs> And it explodes. Oh my god! Like, this is some shit that they like sold in the Scholastic Book Club. I was like, Ooh. you forget how how dark that stuff gets. Yeah. Anyway, you were saying so so <clears throat> Bellamy stops his mom from fucking uh, uh, infanticide. Yep. Um, and then they like give a little bit more of their backstory of like the guards almost catching baby Octavia and all this stuff. Um, and then instead of being, I don't remember what happens in the show, but in another flashback, Bellamy comes back from running errands and finds his mother having killed herself, slitting her wrists. Um, and then he like, and like Octavia's crying and he like goes to like call, um, medical. And then he like stops and just like goes over to Octavia and like lets his mom die. And like, because her, his mom has consistently said like, you can't have a mother and a sister. Like that's her like repetitive line that she keeps coming back to is like, you can't have a mother and a sister. Like you can't have both sort of thing. And like trying to figure out how to do it. And then she kills herself. So that, yeah. Uh, that's super intense. Yeah. Um, and so Bellamy and Octavia go into like foster care on the arc. Um, and kind of, like, gets split up and, like, moved around. And then Octavia, like, goes into medical for a while. Um, and then, like, we don't really know why she's arrested um, until the end of the book. Uh, but it turns out, well, we'll get to that. So, Well, I have a question. So you said yeah. Be- Bellamy was out doing errands. <clears throat> and then you mentioned, like, grocery shopping earlier. Like, um, in the show, on the arc, it didn't really seem like there was a normal... 
uh, sort of like societal infrastructure. It's, it's, it seemed like it was more of like a socialist, like passing out food rations and kind of thing. Like is, is the arc on the book more, more like a little like mini society? Yes. There's a whole, there is a very interesting um, class system in the book, which I actually, I really love. So on the arc, there's two class systems. There's like your upper class and your lower class. I can't remember exactly what they're called, but like their living area is entirely different. They Mm. like in like the lower class, like they only get water like once a week for an hour. Um, Whereas in upper class, they don't even know that there's water rations. Like their oxygen levels Mm. are different. Like everything is completely locked down. Um, The upper class. Snow piercer shit. B- B- BT Dubs, you would like Snowpiercer. Okay. Is that anyway. the one with the train? Yeah. Okay. Um, the upper class, this is really interesting. Ooh, I like this thing. So the upper class, they like can like send texts that people then just like read in their eye line. Like it's like some weird stuff where you can like send messages to people. Uh-huh. Um, like, and then you like can just like implants? read it, read it in your eyes. Mm. Um, but yeah, so there's these whole two classes uh, that are like competing and like Clark and Wells are upper class and then like Bellamy is lower class. Um, and then we see Bellamy do the whole, I'm going to steal a guard's uniform. And then he ends up like shooting the chancellor and like running on the drop ship, like right at the last moment. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Here's where a new character emerges. Ooh. An entirely new character as Bellamy is distracting everybody and getting on to the jump ship. There is a girl who had become Clark's best friend or no. Who had been Clark's roommate in jail at one point. She gets off of the drop ship and goes and hides back on the ark. So we follow her story as well. Oh, so in the like when Bell like runs onto the jump ship, does it create some kind of like confusion or something? Yeah, and he, um, cause he like has a gun and he takes the chancellor and is like, I'm gonna get on this jump ship and ends up shooting Jaha. Oh, cause in the in the book he just like shoots him from far away. In the TV right? show. Or in the TV show, yeah, he, like, shoots him. He doesn't, like, take him hostage. Oh, no, like, in, yeah, I think it's a, like, he takes him hostage and there's a scuffle and he doesn't mean to shoot him. It's, like, entirely an accident. Right. Like, he wasn't going to shoot anybody. He's a lot more, like, sensitive in yeah. the book. Well, in the, like, and he's in, not in the show, like, there's, like, a conspiracy and they're, like, we can get you on the dropship or something or we can get Octavia off if you oh. shoot the chancellor. Because there was like an evil guard that like high, like basically like hired Bell to shoot the Chancellor. Got it. So in the book, it's more of like just him, like he tricks a guard and like punches him out and gets his like uniform and like goes and like has, there's a scuffle and he runs onto the dropship as the thing closes. Right. Um, and then he so as he does that, this new character Glass. Glass. Um, Ooh runs back onto the drop ship and then runs or runs back onto the arc, excuse me, um, and hides. And her story is really interesting. So her um, story is where we see these class differences on the arc. She is an upper class girl um, who is has fallen in love with a lower class guy. Uh oh. <laughs> it's a lot it's all this stuff. So um, turns out she got pregnant, which is why she 
is in uh, jail. They found out that she was pregnant. Uh-huh. And she blamed it on his roommate. And his roommate got floated. And he doesn't know why. So, like, his name's Luke. So this is the love story of Glass and Luke. Okay. <laughs> Luke is a lower class man who falls in love with an upper class, I guess they're children, they're kids, um, upper class girl. And then one day she disappears without a word and never talks to him again. And a few days later they come and they float his roommate. So that's his experience. Oof. And then her experience is that she got pregnant. They found out they threw her in jail To save um, her, to save Luke's life, she blames it on his roommate because they have those records that she went to their room all the time. So she was like, it was this other guy. So his friend and roommate gets murdered because she says it was him. She, you know, I can't remember if she, I think she has the baby then. Whoa. She she has has the the baby in prison. Uh Uh-huh. Um... And then, yeah, so then we have this whole story of her, like, coming back, hiding, going and finding Luke. She, like, cuts her hair so she looks more like a lower-class person so she doesn't stand out, like, on the lower decks. Um, And they... Basically, they cut all this stuff for production reasons. Yeah, they would have had to build an entire arc system. Yeah, because the arc, as it is on the show, is like a series of corridors and like a couple rooms, and and that's basically it. Yeah, this, there's like big doors that seal. She like goes through air ducts to get from like the upper class part to the lower class part. So, and then she learns that the lower class is just going to be cut off. Like, they're losing their oxygen, and it's all going to the upper class. And then the end of the book, the book ends, I believe. There's a small chance I might be getting this wrong, and this is just what I wanted to happen, but she sneaks (laughs) back into the lower class with him. Ooh. See, that's interesting. That is some... Now, okay, so does the book uh, keep the same uh, element that the show has where they will put characters in impossible situations and just like let let horrible things happen and like let people die and not have them like figure it out at the last second because that's kind of one of the hallmarks of what of what makes the show uh interesting and and kind of uh bracing is that they will yeah they won't they won't concoct some clever out for the characters at the last second i mean yeah in this book we see a character who we've been fighting who like we see a character who you don't think is going to die, die in the book. Mm. So it's like, you're still seeing that. Um, But yeah, I love with glass and Luke, like you see how, like you see the stories of Bellamy going and like buying things. And then you see the stories of like glass and her like shitty friends going and buying things. Uh. So it's like, you see the different class relations. Um, You find out that, the reason why she doesn't get killed once they discover her after she's like escaped the dropship is that her mom goes and sleeps with the vice chancellor Rhodes. Mm. Um, See, so there like, was an element of that with Bellamy's mom in the show. 
Yeah. So right? with wasn't that, there like the guard found out about Octavia and then the mom yes. carried on an affair with the guard to kind of keep it under wraps? Yeah. So they pulled that from Glass's mom's story. Gotcha. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So and that's really cool. I love all that stuff. Like there's this stuff about um, like the, a celebration day that there's like this fancy orchestra and it's the one day that all the upper class people like go and have this big party and like they talk about um, like an explosion that's happening or and like all the upper class people have this big party about watching it out the windows, but the lower class people like have the more reality version of it. So you see all the like discrepancies there and that's really great. Hmm. Um, so that all happens on the arc while our friends um, on the earth are doing their things. So let's get back to the earth. Let's get um, back to the earth. So is, is there less... So that kind of covers what's going on in the arc in the first book. So this sounds like there's less focus on adult characters. Right. Because there's yeah. definitely, like, in the show, like, a good third of the main characters are adult actors who are people that we've seen in other things. And, like, Jaha and Abby and Kane and... Uh, yeah, there's none of that because... Yeah, it's all, I mean, Clark, both of her parents are dead, so she right. has no adult relationships. We only see Jaha through the eyes of Wells. It's only through flashbacks that he has with his, with Jaha that we see Jaha. Um, yeah, it's all, there's always a kid in the scene. There's never just the adults. There's never the, like, adults monitoring the situation from the control room? No. Okay, interesting. Nope, we don't go back to the arc um, as it pertains to the dropship. We're only, like we're only in the story. arc because of Glass and Luke. Okay. Um, so there's no Finn. Uh, no Finn. There's no Raven. Mm, that's too bad. Finn, I understand, because Finn always felt like the thinnest character in the show. Yeah. Uh, but Raven is a great character. But I guess I if, if she... Uh, in the show, I guess maybe Raven... I suppose if the tr if the end of Glass and Luke is tragic, maybe they figured they had enough tragedy in other things they were doing on the show, and they're like, ah, like, I don't know. But, like, Raven is the young person contingent on the arc for the first bit of the show. Right. And then they wanted to be able to probably send someone from the arc down to, down to Earth, because that would yeah. be fun. But... So there's no Raven. So there's no Raven. Curious. Um, although, although in the show, Raven doesn't come into it until about halfway through the first no, season. No, yeah. Really, so. so, and like I said, this is the first 21 days. Like, we don't know. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so we have Clark and Wells. They have the same relationship where they were, like, dating on the arc. And then mm -hmm. Wells tells Clark's secret and Clark's pissed at Wells. And Wells is there trying to, like, make amends and, like, like be like i came down here for you sort of stuff so their right. dynamic is exactly the same but she is uh character wise you said clark is part of kind of like the snooty upper class is is right is that what you said not like snooty upper class like she's the upper class for sure um right. but she still has that little kind of like spunky rebellious streak like they have all these rules about um the library, like there's a library on the arc and you can only go and like read the books in the airlock. And she like steals books occasionally to go like read to her friend Lily um, in the experiment chamber. So she's like kind of got like a spunky, smart, like streak to her. Right. She breaks the rules, but it's to get 
additional reading time? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, so we've got Clark and Wells. Um, we've got Octavia and Bellamy. Uh-huh. Um, and Bellamy's sole goal, which I think was the same as in the show, is like him and Octavia are going to go find a place on Earth and like make a life. Like he doesn't give a shit about anybody else. It's like about him and Octavia and like getting away from these people who have never been anything but horrible to them. Yeah. That's similar so, to the show. He he was he didn't care about anybody else. He only became he only became the kind of like like anarchic leader because the other people also didn't care. It was kind of like Clark or whoever was trying to like control everybody, and he was like, "Fuck that." Uh, you know, the classic do whatever the hell we want. And just because he said that, then all of a sudden he like, he only became a leader because people started following him. He wasn't right. really like trying to be a leader. Right. But he was just tall and handsome. <laughs> and people um, were like, we should follow this guy. Tall and handsome. He gets really good at hunting. Oh. Um, Here's a question. Oh, you said Finn does not exist in the book. Right. As if you like, in the book, is does Finn also have like weird, like acrobatic skills in the first part and then doesn't ever again uh yeah no pilot when he like jumps down out of like the from like the second floor of the drop ship and is like yeah he's a crazy person (laughs) i'm glad he's not on the show anymore (laughs) um okay so okay bellamy is like a really good hunter um They, like, have a bunch of sick people, and they're, like, Clark's trying to take care of them. Her best friend um, has an infection. So she has a best friend from prison whose name is Talia. Okay. And who's also on the dropship. And she's in Medical Bay and has, like, a really bad infection. Is, does the dropship get all fucked up when it lands? Or is Yeah. It, okay, okay. Yeah, and, like, people die, like, in the collision, and, like, shit flies everywhere. So, like, a lot of... So, like, part of the stuff that they're trying to do is they're, like, trying to survive and, like, set up camp, um, and they're really trying to find the medical supplies because those got thrown from the dropship in the collision. Oh. Um, so that's a big thing because Talia is dying, and that's Clark's best friend. And she needs, and it's like something simple. It's like just an infection. Um, and so like this big thing is like, there's this expedition. So her and Bellamy go on these adventure, not adventures, but like expeditions to go find medical because Bellamy has been going out and hunting and exploring the woods a lot. So him and Clark go, um, and Wells is like, fuck that. I don't like that. I'm going to follow them like a weirdo. Um, (laughs) And then Clark and Bellamy, like, something happens. They find a clearing. They kiss. Right off the bat? Like, halfway through the first book. Um, wow. And then Wells, no time. Yeah. Wells sees it. They've never even kissed in the show yet. No. No, 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 no. Holy moly. Um, yeah, so they kiss, and Clark is like, oh, my goodness. Um, I have feelings, or something. I can't remember. Uh, and then... Actually, it's actually more like Bellamy has feelings. Like, Clark's kind of like, what's going on? And Bellamy's like, oh, I kind of got feelings. Um, But Wells, like, sees them creepy from the, like, hiding in the shadows. And he gets really pissed. So there's, like, those dynamics. Gotcha. 
Um, stuff happens. They find the medical stuff. There's, like, obviously some shithead who's, like, trying to stir up trouble and, like, why are we listening to you, Clark, and all this stuff. So there's, like, that normal stuff. A shithead who is not John Murphy? Not John Murphy. Um, there is not a shithead that has, like, there was one, but I think he got banished. I don't remember exactly. Nothing, nobody that, like, stuck out as their own character. Um, so they find the medical stuff, uh, like during one of the expeditions, like Clark was falling through an old church. Like they found this old, like decrepit building and Mm -hmm. Clark was in it. And like the floor gave out and Wells grabbed her, um, because he was following her like a creep. (laughs) (laughs) So he like saved her life and they like had a moment. Um, they find the medical stuff. Tolly is starting to get better. The next morning, the medical stuff is gone. Somebody mm. stole the medical. Um, and it's all gone. Uh, can you guess who it was? Was it Roan the Ice King? <laughs> it was not Roan the Ice King. Ah, damn it. Turns out it was Octavia. <gasps> because Hi. she's a drug addict. Yes. Because she got, like, in her, like, foster medical care as a kid, got hooked on, like, painkillers or something, and she's a drug addict, and had been in medical, hanging out with Clark and Talia, and saw that Talia was getting better and didn't think that she, like, needed more of the drugs, and so Mm -hmm. she stole the drugs, because she was like, okay, they're fine, but, like, I need my drugs, and we find out that that's why Octavia got arrested in the first place and put into juvie is because she was stealing drugs. So in the book, you said, okay, so she went into foster care. So in the book, Octavia didn't live under the floor until she was like 16. No. Okay. Gotcha. 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 They like disc. She was like a child, like a child in the system. Okay. Um, but she became a drug addict and was stealing drugs from other patients. And that's why she got arrested. So, and like Bellamy didn't know that. So that came out to Bellamy and the entire group when Octavia finally revealed that she had stolen them. Wow. So, yeah. Well, Bert, so I have a question at this, at this juncture. Sure. Has there been any comic relief yet in the book? Do you know um, who I'm talking about? We don't see a Jasper. There ain't no Jasper? Ain't no Jasper, ain't no Monty. Wow. So, I mean, if, and if they're not there, I mean, I, does the book reveal additional drop shippers as it goes? Like, oh, this person's also a character. You know, they've been hanging out in the background, and now, now they're also a character that was there the whole time. No. Or does it kind of we... seem like from... From the time the, sh- the ship land, the dropship lands, we kind of have our characters set. I mean, there's other people there, but we don't get any extra characters having their own moments. I can't okay. even remember. Like, there was the one kind of shithead guy who was stirring up trouble um, at camp, but I can't even remember what his name was. Like, he wasn't trying to look for it now, but I'm not seeing anything. Um, but yeah, he wasn't even that. Um, so they, like, Clark and Wells end up having a moment, and then they kiss, and, like, Wells thinks they're, like, on the mend, so there's the weird love triangle between Bellamy and Clark and Wells. Um, nobody pees on anybody. What? (laughs) 
Um, and then, so, like, the big thing was, like, finding the medical and that Octavia stole it. And then uh, someone sets fire to the camp. Okay. And uh, everything is burning down. Clark starts running back to medical because Talia is in medical and the tent is on fire. Wells grabs her hand and says, you can't go. You'll die. You can't go in there. You'll die. Wells physically stops her from going. Everything burns down. Talia dies. Uh, Clark is pissed at Wells again. And they're like, who the fuck set fire to the camp? They start investigating. They find a farm. End of book. Farm. End of book. What? Is it Ilian? (laughs) And it's Ilian. Cut to Ilian who likes to burn things down. (laughs) Yeah. Ilian the pyromaniac who hates spaceships. Uh, Wow. So we don't even so we don't even see grounders. Nope. Because by uh, if, if I remember correctly, in the pilot, we have pretty quickly, like halfway through, or maybe uh, sometime in like the third or fourth act, we have Jasper getting getting speared by a grounder. Yeah, here's here's where the first book leaves us. If I may re- read you an excerpt. Please. Wells spun around with a yell, but it wasn't Bellamy behind him. A line of shadowy figures stood at the bottom of the hill, the setting sun behind them. He gasped as shock and horror raced through his veins. Suddenly, it became clear who had set the fire to the camp, and who had taken Octavia. It wasn't anyone from the colony. The hundred might have been the first humans to set foot on the planet in three centuries, but they weren't alone. Some people had never left. All right, so Britt, a few other things that came up uh, in that passage you just read that you totally did not even bring up at all in the rest of the of the stuff. Cause some some salient details. One, Octavia gets taken. Yeah, so Octavia got taken at the end, and everybody thought she ran away. Um, but then they found a hair ribbon that had been like a thing that Bellamy uh-huh. had bought on the Ark as a kid. Instead of buying food, he bought a pretty ribbon for Octavia that she like always wears, uh-huh. um, and she had like used it to mark like once she finally. Um, gave up that it was her who took the drugs. She like had them hidden in the forest, like marked with her hair ribbon on a tree. And then they like found her hair ribbon again, like torn or something. I don't know. But yeah, so she got taken, but everybody thought she had ran away. Okay. So it definitely is Ilian then that's been, that's been established. Uh, (laughs) The other thing you said was three centuries. So Brit in the book, it's been three hundo years. How many had it been in the, TV it, show. Remember, in the TV show, it had been ninety-seven years. Oh, sure. They and that's have... why we were. That's why we were always sort of incredulous about, like, wait. So the whole Earth is overgrown. Everybody fucking forgot about old society <laughs> and like made up a bunch of new languages and a bunch of new religions in like a generation and a half. Right. <laughs> like, Just because they how, didn't how want that happen. They didn't want to have to deal with three hundred years of technology advancement in like set deck and props. <laughs> Yeah, so, well, it wouldn't have been 300 years of technology advancement because you're not going to, like, change too much when you're on an arc uh, and you have limited resources. Well, that's true. Um, But, yeah, so in the book, it's 300 years. That makes way more sense in terms of of 
forgetting all of history and new right. religions and all that yeah. stuff. Like that, that tracks way better for me. I wonder, did they just want it to be like everything has to tie into the hundred theme? Like it's been a hundred years. There's a hundred the kids. more foreseeable future so that we can relate to it more so that instead of it being this like future thing, mm-hmm. it's more of like, this is like a current apocalypse that could happen and we could see it happening to people we know just so it's like, not like, Oh, this is like forever in the future that we don't understand. I guess so. But like, yeah, I mean, having it be 300 years again, makes like way more sense in terms of how the grounders behave uh, throughout the series. That's, that's always been my big sticking point was like, it's like 97 years. So like there are people who, like there are people who remember before the apocalypse who would have been alive like 25 years ago. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like their grandparents would have told them stories of like living on earth and like the apocalypse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Kate, like Ron the ice Kings grandpa would have been like, Oh, I fucking, I've, I've re- I remember watching Frasier. I like, remember when everyone yeah. <laughs> took off in spaceships. Yeah. Like that, like that just never tracked for me. But it's interesting that that, that that did not come from the book. I would be very curious to, to hear about, about that change. So Britt, you've read the book. Uh, would you say that you, uh, that you enjoy it more or less than the show? Are there things from the book you wish they would have kept? Are there things that you think, uh, that, uh, was smart that they didn't keep? Like what's kind of your, your overall impression? What's your conclusion to this book report? You know, I, Like I touched on before, I really liked seeing the class structure in the arc and spending some more time um, with what the day-to-day life is like on Mm -hmm. the arc. And we see through um, Glass's friends, like her life is extraordinary, but her friends lead more of like, this is a normal teenage girl who lives on the clock or on... um, the arc. So it's like, I liked seeing more of that day to day and like kind of seeing where they're coming from. And that class stuff kind of comes out with the kids, um, on earth. And they're like kind of settling back into that and like trying to figure out if that still exists. So like, I liked kind of seeing that play out. Um, so that was cool. I mean, I, I'm bummed that there's no, like Jasper Monty. Like I missed right. them. I understand that like they have, we had some other characters that they were like focusing on and we still have time, um, for some more characters to come of the hundred and like see who's going to emerge and who's going to be the leaders and whatnot. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing that in the next book and seeing if we have, maybe we'll be introduced to Jasper and Monty in the next book. Like who knows there, they might be there. Um, so I'm excited to see who those characters are that kind of come out from the kids from the dropship. Right. And, and, you know, it, it makes total sense that they had to sort of beef out the main character, uh, pool for the TV show, just cause television and especially CW shows, uh, tend to be more, um, uh, ensemble driven than a novel will tend to be, right. uh, like, cause you know, just, you, you want as many 
as many character options for people to either uh, identify with or develop an attraction to or something. If you make it really broad, you open up the the net of viewers that you can hook uh with, yeah, if they with any given show see one character that they can relate to, they'll be so much more interested. So you need a broader array of exactly. characters for people to connect with. What's the biggest? What was the most shocking difference between the book and the show? Having the Bellamy and Clark romantic relationship like right mm-hmm. off the bat, like yeah, literally that's... immediately there was like suggestions in the text that was like, oh, this is going to be a thing. It's like, oh, Clark has a feeling when she looks at him. Like, ooh, I wonder what's going to happen. So that was the thing, especially coming from, I mean, uh, our listeners will know that my attitude towards uh, hashtag Bellark kind of turned on a dime in the last few episodes of season four. Um, Yeah, we went from, I mean, I was from... You were you were a, a sort of a you were hashtag Bellark, but you were sort of a moderate Bellarkian. Uh, I was always like, um, I don't really care what Clark does. <laughs> I just want Bellamy like, to be happy. It's all about I was Bellamy. fine. I liked Clark <laughs> with, for the most part, I liked Clark with uh, uh, Lexa. Lexa, except for when Lexa like super betrayed her at the door to Mount Weather, where I was like. That's like so crazy. Like, how did they ever get over that? That's like the craziest thing. Um, I think we're on record at this juncture, at the end of season four, of being on team. We're believing in in believing, believing in believing, believing in believing. So, uh, <laughs> but Laven doesn't even believing doesn't exist in no. the world of the books. So There's no option for believing. I wonder why. They went away from that because it's not like they went away from Clark having a love interest because they put Finn in there. Right. So it might. It's interesting. It's. It could just. What. What. What occurs to me is that perhaps they saw. They're like, we're doing a TV show. We have to build it to last several seasons. We have. We have to string it along. We have to put in all this extra story. If. Bellamy and Clark is an end game. Let's really tease that out. We'll put in an obstacle in Finn right off the bat. And maybe that was the original plan was to like, we're going to, we're going to maybe have Clark and Bell get together season two, season three. And then in the course of things, they decided, you know what? Oh, it'd be really interesting to make Clark uh, bisexual or possibly lesbian. And they're, and so then that kind of, Either it took a longer detour, or maybe they just decided to go a different direction with the character entirely. But it'd, it'd be it'd be strange to me if they read the book, and a big central part of it was Clark and Bell's love relationship, and they just decided to do away with that whole cloth, uh, but then still give her another right another and do love away interest. with do away with Wells entirely. Yeah, yeah. They were like, we just don't like this. Um, Wells don't work. But yeah, and with bringing in, you know, the extra characters, like, I mean, it's kind of interesting because you don't see any um, supporting characters kind of come through as Bellamy's other love interests. Um, Mm -hmm. He doesn't really have any that you can point to, but it brings in, like, Clark has relationships with some extremely solid supporting characters. So it like was a way to bring in other characters and kind of cycle them through as like with Clark's relationships. Interesting. Uh, well, very cool. Um, excuse me. Uh, so are you going to read book number two, Britt? Will, will there be a, uh, a second installment of Brit's book club? 
Uh, there absolutely will be. I'm looking forward to reading the 100 day 21. Uh, day see 21. what happens on that 21st day. See who these uh, people that Wells uh, finds himself with are. Figure out what Octavia is up to. Figure out how things are going on the arc with Glass and Luke. Um and yeah, I'm excited. I will definitely read it. Uh, looking forward to it. I probably won't have the pleasure of having a signed copy of the second book like I did of this first book. A rare honor. Rare honor. Thanks, Cass Morgan. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, looking forward to talking to you about it again, too. Cool. Well, thank you for the book report, Brett. Uh, I look forward to the next installment. You can find the show on Twitter at BMTABpod uh, and on the internet at bloodmusttalkpod.com. You can check out my other podcast. It's called The Vidiots Video Store Show, where we talk about movies. You can find that on iTunes. And uh, yeah, uh, that's all for now. Our music... Oh, Oh, our, yes, our incredible theme music is done by Joshua Hendricks. Go to joshuahendricksmusic.com. Brett, one more question that relates to the sign-off. Uh, in the in the book, do we have May We Meet Again? Do we have some of the seminal uh, sort of uh, recurring aphorisms that come, come up in the world of the 100? You know, we don't because we have not encountered the, tradi- the tradition-rich culture of the grounders yet. Right. Is, I, did... May We Meet Again doesn't come from the Grounders, does it? Yeah. Really? I thought that they, I thought that that I was I thought it was thing. like, no, I think it was a Grounder thing. Is I thought like your fight is over and blood blood must have blood is our, our Grounder things. Yeah, I think it's all Grounder things. Is it all Grounder things? Except, well, for, rig- except for go float yourself. <laughs> As always, Britt, if we had a better like working memory of the television show, this would all... <laughs> <laughs> it would, it would uh, improve our show greatly, but you know, yeah, I, 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 I find it endearing at this point. And Britt, as always, may we podcast again. May we podcast again. <laughs> <laughs>